We live on a placid island of ignorance. I'm Arthur O'Higgins, Arctic Explorer. You've probably heard of me. In the midst of black seas of infinity. Do you feel the call to adventure? To be quite frank, sir, I... My preference is to remain in my laboratory. You're about to flee to Antarctica. You don't want to end up like your buddy on the floor over there. You're going to answer some questions. And it was not meant that we should voyage far. Oh, boy! <laughs> The 1930 Miskatonic Antarctic Expedition concluded in disgrace and tragedy. Bear witness as the Starkweather-Moore Expedition sheds light on the unsound minds of the past and the terror that awaits at the cold wastes in Chaosium's epic campaign. Guys, we just murdered someone. They could be working for Lexington. Quite frankly, this is all quite exciting. It's like a Christie novel. Welcome to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Let's take a moment to thank everybody who's listened to us so far. I'm so grateful and excited about the response we've had to our first episode. Special thanks to those who have followed the Instagram. Shouting out here, Tiago Margarita, Miko, Leo Woofs, Groovy Baby, Sea Salt, Chris M. Flay, Flay, Flea, who knows? Sorry about that. Charles Smith and Mug Bannikin. Thank you all who have joined the Instagram and kept an eye on our character intros, images, as well as some of our handout announcements that should be uh, coming up this week. For those of you yet to join us, please do at mom.beyond on Instagram. Thank you. So um, let's open up. I mean, we we fin- we got to see the uh, the crew over at the film showing, but uh, let's uh, let's take a look at the, our two. We got two people heading to the ship this morning. Arthur and Daisy, really, all, Arthur, Daisy, and Eugene are all heading over um, in one way or another to the docks and to the ship today. Uh, this morning, you'll. You all going to be heading out probably more or less together after the uh, morning bash uh, with tasks given out. There'll be a whole crew of people heading over it. We're still sitting at, uh, for you guys, a healthy, uh, let's call that, just shy of 10 a.m. Ship is going to be uh, all hustle and bustle today. We're looking at a large quantity of crates being uh, loaded uh, onto the ship. A huge amount of diesel is coming onto the ship today. Um, it seems like that's coming in piecemeal, um, but eventually going to be filled up. Big deal for you, Arthur. You've been told that the dog kennel is, dog kennels need to be set up and are arriving today, and they're hoping with some brawn uh, to to help out with this. The engine daisy is going to be available to you with some uh, some lead up from a crew member or two and Eugene. Science uh, gear is ready to be discussed. Let's have uh, Hubert roll a d3 and see which one of you can work through your stuff first. Sure. Cool. Eugene, the uh, 
Are you going to be seeking out um, uh, anybody in particular in your endeavor? Um. You were told last time that you think uh, the doctor might have some aid in setting up a clean space. If you're looking to volunteer and, and discuss materials, uh, you could likely find more hanging out on this ship somewhere if you'd like. Uh, could also find the first officer, Churlo, who you spoke with last time. Who would I talk to about what the living arrangements are going to be if I am going to talk to somebody about transferring that my living space into a, yep. a, a kind of a, a lab and, and what, what the potential for that is? Yeah, the captain would be a great choice, uh, who does not seem to be available to you. So instead, sticking with the expedition lead more, and then seeing where he's gonna where he's gonna guide you seems like a fair move. You'll find that more is easily identifiable. He's hanging out in the hustle and bustle outside the ship, um, often checking and rechecking some of these loads uh, that are coming into sight working with the, the crew on and off loading. If you uh, he head is on a, over. He's a doctor, correct? He is a, he is a PhD? Yes. Paleontology, geology. Yeah, he so is. I would head, head over to him and I would kind of stand Well, hold on, my glass. Eugene would stand back and kind of away yep. until he was kind of acknowledged. Sure. Um, you'll find that he is in his head to a point here. Um, there seems to be some confusion. He's starting to bark orders. Uh, not quite bark, but he's a full, he's a kind man. But um, more here is uh, calling out, listen, we've got, you know how many tons of pemmican we have to bring on this ship? We, 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 we can't be lollygagging. We're, we've got 10 really 12 days it, whatever you can do talking to one of the porters can we can we pause with the diesel can we can we work more of the cranes um, we need to get the pemmican into cold storage as soon as possible and they're working through that he he will eventually take note and walk up and say uh well uh dr akeley uh gene is there something i can give you some guidance on today uh, yes, Doctor Ma. I don't. I don't think we had discussed it after our tour of the vessel. We had. We had briefly discussed um, the the sparsity of of scientific facilities on on the ship um, for our expedition and uh, clean rooms and clean storage for specimens. And I wanted to reiterate my uh, my offer that um, if if possible, uh, I would be willing to give up my living quarters or, or downgrade my living quarters significantly to to ensure that, that such a space was available to myself and the other uh, scientists on the boat. Oh, uh, that's, that's right. Uh, we, we'd spoken about this. Um, Eugene, do me a favor. You'll find, uh, I believe, in either the, the first or the third tween deck, if you head in, you'll likely find the first officer who can give you some guidance. If you let him know that I gave you the go-ahead to do the switch around, he can give you some advice, Turlo. 
but if you'll do me a favor while you're there, we, I, we just had an offload. Uh, we're almost full on the, the third tween deck. If you can take this list and do some inventory uh, for us here, I would, I would greatly appreciate it. I really don't have the time to get my eyes down there. Absolutely, Doctor Moore. I appreciate appreciate the time, um, and uh, we'll uh, I'll go and take this inventory, and then go see first mate uh, Turlock. All right. Thanks, thanks again so much for the time. Seeing uh, eventually catching the eye of uh, Arthur and Daisy heading up, um, he's going to call you over, both of you. Uh, Arthur, Daisy, please come on up, and we'll gesture for you to walk up on the ship with him. Arthur, uh, what do you need? Big day yep, here. I'm there. We we just had. He's going to gesture to a couple big crates that he's got here. Just had these come in. Um, we need you to help us unload these. And really, it's a, there's a each dog crate uh, needs to be constructed with the help of the crew. We're looking at wooden dog crates that are all going to fit together in this in a metal structure that we have in one of our holds. Um, if I pass this off to you, do you think you can uh, you can work through this today? We're going to be in the number five tween deck. Just need you to help us uh, finish up construction here. Um, okay, so I'm just looking at my own skills. I don't have much um, experience in construction. That is, that is okay. We're looking more for for somebody to help carry stuff around than we are. And if you could take a look, um, we're going to be putting some. I guess some... I can do that some dog gear in there as well um might be helpful if you can look through that i'll check it to make sure that we have everything we need yeah all right uh he's going to pass along the uh there's going to be multiple tween decks to look through here it looks like these some skill check passes or whatever ends up happening um he's going to guide you over to the fifth hold to get through the ship, um, if you're just going to the tween decks, which are the easiest to access, they're holds that uh, you can access just from the surface um, with hatches. Normally, it's just a single hatch and a, and a ladder that you would climb down. Right now, the entire hold is open because they're bringing stuff in and out. Um, if you're Sorry actually entering that. some of the holds, that's okay. Uh, if you're entering some of the holds, you have to uh, actually go down into the ship and then enter the hold piece by piece. Um, you're kind of ducking and weaving past shipgoers here. Uh, Daisy, we're... Yeah, what's going on? Moore's talking to you. Um, mm -hmm. Daisy, we are looking good on uh, gas. We're looking good on your machine. We think no, that... be the one to determine that. Well, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um... Don't mean to step on any toes here. I need you. Uh, I need you in there. Do whatever you need to do, due diligence wise. And uh, if you have the time, after that, I've got um, a manifest that I need you to consider for uh, the rest of the trip. We are filling up our decks here, and it would be a huge help if you could do some work verifying this stuff. Can I pass this okay. inventory All list right. along to you? I'll take yeah. that as a yes. Um, great. He's going to pass one along to you. Let me uh, 
get these to you. So, first one. Um, Eugene, First Officer Trillo can be found if you're heading down the ladder, ducking behind some crane movement. Uh, oh, uh, Doctor, you, you, good, good, good to see you. Well, so I think I think Eugene's first move, um, because he got he got given this list by yes, um, by uh, Moore, he would go and do the inventory. That would be the first thing he did. He got asked to do something, so he's going to go do that thing. Ah, uh, a reasonable man. All right. Giving, sending this over to you now. Um, you're, it's going to be, you're entering into a tween deck, a, a third tween deck hold, or the first. Um, you've been told the first is going to have uh, some larger tractors. It should be pretty easy to identify. It's not really a question of their presence or not. The more uh, difficult thing is they have in the third tween deck a large amount of batteries that need to be checked, uh, if not double-checked. Also some work for the uh, radio sets that are going to be in there. I've got lanterns. We've got blow torches. Uh, this is sent to you. You should, should have... Oh, what am I not seeing? There you are, Matt. Um, in your Chapter 1 handouts, there should be an Inventory 1. See that? Mm -hmm. Handouts, Matt. Handouts, chapter one, inventory one. Got it. Cool. Large amount of crates um, seem to be openable, uh, somewhat sealed up. All right. I'm going to go and take a look at how this corresponds. Got uh, workers coming in and out here. Going to give you some guidance if needed. Uh, uh, is there a something I'm checking this against? Uh, the physical objects themselves. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So he would. He would again. Kind of being that loner. Kind of. Certainly, he would. Almost. No, he would certainly prefer. I would certainly prefer to get lost than to ask for for help. Yep. Just wandering, so start. He starts, you know, methodical, and starts on the the first tween deck. Uh, runs through, runs through the list, yeah. And then would go down to the second tween deck or the third tween deck, or three tween deck, and um, then run through that list. Sure. Moore didn't really advise him of like. He probably wouldn't do it a second time to double check it. He would do it do it once, but he would do it very thoroughly. Wasn't explicitly stated to to, to do a second check. So if that's uh, yes, our our literal man, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, make me a uh, first of all spot hidden. Ooh, I love the sound. 55. Where's that putting us? Nice. It's under, five under. Um, so you can, I mean, there's some things that are obvious. There's two tractors. There's, there's uh, three uh, generators that are crated up but well labeled on the crates. There's a handful of crates that seem to be all from the, the same manufacturer that 
are not. Uh, you actually have to go in and take a look. You can find uh, some drill uh, bracing, drill head, and drill piping. Um, ice melting equipment is identifiable. Um, looking through all the gear you have now, you are not finding um, two of the generator windmill generators uh, and tripods, associated tripods. Finding one or none? Uh, you're finding uh, there should be two, and you're finding zero. There are generators, but they're not these so-called windmill generators. Okay. Seem to be completely absent from the space. All right. Um, at that point, I would identify somebody who looks like they know what they're doing. Yep. There's a man down there with you that can absolutely help you out. Uh, I beg your pardon, sir. Uh, have you been uh, been uh, involved in the loading of this tween deck? Uh, yeah, I've I, uh, been working through this uh, some of these crates. I got here a couple hours ago. Is something up? Something going on? I'm, I'm I'm taking an inventory of some of the equipment uh, per per Doctor Moore's instructions, and um, Dr. Moore. I don't seem to be able to find uh, two crated windmill generators. Could you point me in their direction? Yeah, there's three generators over there. And he oh, no, points I'm to sorry. the three. Those, uh... are, those are the <laughs> yeah. three three hundred watt generators, gasoline powered on skids, as you see on this list right here. Yeah, there's yeah. also supposed to be two crated windmill generators with right. twelve foot tripods, and I cannot find them. He's taking a look at your list. And Moore gave you this? Yes. Uh, all right. He's going to do some poking around. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't know. Maybe they haven't arrived yet. Uh, kind of um, weird. Okay. Uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate the help. Um, is, is there someone who is um, coordinating the loading on a, on a larger basis? Perhaps they've been uh, delivered to the incorrect deck. It's generators. Uh, you can talk to uh, talk to Miles, uh, Patrick Miles. You might find him over in the engine. You probably your best bet mm -hmm. if you're looking at specific information about these uh, these pieces. I'll do just that. Don't 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 let me delay you any further. I, I appreciate the assistance. Thank you, thank you. We'll get back to um, supervising some more of this organization. Uh, Arthur. Getting a look in the fifth hold, if that's where you're headed. Uh, sure. Um, you're you're seeing a metal structure with some of these wooden boxes that are starting to be set up um, and unloaded. It seems like there's a large crew uh, of uh, not not long-term expeditioners, people hired for the day to help do some of this construction. They're starting to offload some of the planks. Um, it seems like they're pretty easy to put together. You're looking at uh, a base and a ceiling that are pre-built. Uh, the walls just need to be set up, nailed together, and put in place. And they all fit inside this large metal frame that sits here in the fifth hold. Um, they're okay. starting to get stuff out. Um, seems like some people are struggling to get it all together. All right, guess I should help. Yeah. Make uh yeah. Nice. That is gonna get you can absolutely make a good impression. Guys are happy to uh happy to have you helping out here. 
you you see i mean having been familiar with the expeditions you see you're you're basically getting crates um where you'd have two to three dogs together in a crate each um based on the size of these things it, it it's pretty straightforward to move them in um sizable things solid wood uh as you're getting it all together make a uh, an intelligence check for us here Okay. Did that. Um, look pretty easy to put together. Not really a problem. Uh, it doesn't take much more than a hammer and a wrench to get get these all together. It's probably gonna take three four hours to get most of them in place. Question is, uh, how to organize everybody? And with that role, you can start directing. Let everybody know you're from from more. And if you'd like to start directing, or just start working on them yourself. Doesn't take much more than a hammer to uh, put these things together. I'll start directing. Cool. You there, over there. They need to help. Uh, they they're following orders rapidly. They, it doesn't take much. You, you're holding a a sheet, uh, looking uh, looking confident. They're starting to get stuff put in. This crew, Hubert. Um, thank you for patience. You've been hanging out at the. Um, the showing, you watched that beautiful performance, and you're now in a space here with a handful of, you think, that you've been told that some of the people here were on the previous expedition. You've got press outside. You see Starkweather was happily hanging out, uh, watching, and re eagerly ready to jump into some press work after this. What are you thinking you're doing? Uh, I think I'm uh, kind of talking to the press, mingling with them. Posing for pictures, just kind of going going on the charm offensive about uh, about this new expedition, Try, trying to be as um, respectful as I can be about the the you know old expedition. Yep. Uh, but uh, not being especially successful at that because I am just kind of touting how great ours is going to be. Right. Right. That makes sense. Hubert, you, uh, why don't we make a charm and capture the audience here? Or See sure. how well, actually, really is the, how well you ride that line between respect and uh, well, charm. For sure, if I can just happen to find it on my, here we go. Yeah, you're, um, you're going off about, you know, some of the things you get questions. Is it true? Is it true? Uh, Starkweather's hired the uh, the same captain as the previous expedition, Douglas. Oh well, I can't uh, I cannot confirm or deny such uh, 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 allegations, but I can say that we have the uh, we are assembling the best crew uh, that we possibly uh, find. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, and and uh, it looks like you've got. We've heard of experts from all different fields. You got any uh, tidbits on the crew? We can hear some, who are some of the highlights. Anybody we should know? Oh, yes, we have. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll go off on uh, everybody I've met, especially uh, especially you, Eugene. We have this great biologist on board. Yeah. Um, I'll go off on, you know, Arthur Higgins. We have this. Uh, Arthur O'Higgins, sorry. We have this uh, incredible 
uh, explorer, real, you know, uh, uh, rugged, rugged fellow, uh, talk about some of his exploits. Um, and any anyone else who I who I would know, would know of. Um, and actually, at some point, uh, Evelyn, one of your party members, um, uh, might come up in conversation. He'll say, uh, "Did we hear that uh, the New York mayor's daughter is coming on the expedition?" Uh, yes, that is true. Ms. Evelyn Walker, uh, upstanding uh, psychologist. Uh, you know, and I'll go 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 off on my uh, sure weird tangents about uh about how much i respect psychologists uh even though it's not necessarily a practical science yep um at some point you're getting the sense that the you have uh, effectively uh enraptured the crowd and the audience is happy to listen um this is exactly what they were hoping for there's a little bit of a tabloidy feel but for the most part you're hearing names like the Repost, the Globe, the Times. These are respectable publications. It seems like effective attention is being drummed up. You'll catch sight of Tony, who's heading off uh, to uh, you know, mingle with the photographers and get some good pictures of you and the crew, um, who's present. Hubert, it seems like there's a little bit of an annoyance or a bother in the eyes of a... There's uh, an older man that was sitting in the group with you that's hanging off to the side. They're, he's shooing some of the reporters off and, and trying to maintain some distance. But he looks like he's sticking around for whatever reason. Um, man is older, probably in his 50s, could even be 60s. He's got a heavy face, big jowls, nice gray mustache that doesn't quite match the color of his hair, big thick rimmed glasses. Uh, you wonder if this is one of the previous expedition members. He's going to kind of hang around and make eye contact with you and kind of frown and look away. After some time, you might have the opportunity to speak with him if you so choose. He's hanging out. Yes, I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily make a, um, make a point of doing it, but if our, if our paths cross, I'll sort of, uh, Greet, greet him and uh say hello are you uh were were you a member of the previous expedition by any chance i've noticed your uh you know and say something i noticed about one of the things i noticed about him yeah uh that that kind of tipped me off as to that sure and uh you you can effectively have this conversation because it seems like uh you're hearing talk they're all whispering mctigh here mctigh is here uh, the reporters that were interviewing you, they head over to a slender man who was also in the audience and um, they're going to start interviewing him. He seems to have a good good voice for the interviews and is answering questions with confidence. Um, man with you is going to look you up and down. He's going to introduce himself. Yeah, I, uh, I, I appreciate the introduction. Um, I, I'm Frank Pavity. Uh, oh, Mr. Pavity. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, uh, I guess you guys are getting pretty excited out there, huh? Oh, yes, well, you know, it is uh, exciting times to be sure, but uh, I just wanted to express my 
greatest condolences for you and your, uh, for your fellow expeditioners. Uh, real shame what happened. Yeah, well. I made it up. Um, it's a shame. I, I understand why you, you all are heading out, but couldn't get me back there, that's for sure. Uh, now, my my psychology is base, but I think in character it would make sense if I just... I'm trying to get a read on... Yeah. Yeah, on uh, basically what... Because it feels like there's something he's not necessarily telling me about what happened. But I, yeah. I'm not sure how to broach it, so I'm just going to this. Go for the psychology, and if that's not helping you, you can try a social yeah. question of some sort. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> You're pretty sure there's... Yeah, I mean, he's, he seems guarded a little, yeah? Yeah. Especially um, in this presence of all the press. Well, I think... I think I will just kind of ask him, you know, if... Um, if there's any sort of trepidations that he has about our... Um, about our our expedition about our going back there uh if if there's you know something that's um that's troubling him about that sure um why don't you try to persuade sure Wow, it is all over the place. Yeah, I know. I wish the sheet was a little better organized. I'm sure we'll all get uh, used to it soon, but... Oh, there it is. Yeah, I wish it was just kind of alphabetical. Me too. No. So he'll he'll kind of look up and down. They're using... Uh, still using my drills? You know? And uh, uh, you, you would have heard that they are actually... They would have said by name. Uh, they're using Pavity's drill. Drilling equipment still. Yes, of, uh, of course. We are still using your uh, your drills. Good, good. It's good. It's good equipment. We're still using it back at the uh, the still... finest. Yeah, I. Um... So is it? Uh, my understanding is it's uh, it's more of a. You're looking to get the bodies and bring us bring the boys home. Yes, that is. That is our number one priority, and if we can, you know, com uh, complete uh, some some of the work, then uh, then that's a pleasant side effect. But the uh, yes, the number one priority is getting the boys home and getting them a proper burial. Yeah, yeah. Never felt right leaving them all. I'm sure you did what you had to do. Yeah. If the state everybody was in at the end of that trip uh, couldn't do much else. I don't know how McTighe, uh, you know, McTighe over there, he still maintains his radio show. He's got a good uh, good thing going up in Kingsport. I've heard. Haven't really talked well, to him much. Well, I'm sure... Uh... I'm sure he's feeling a lot of the same uh, that you are. It's just what are you looking that. to get out of this? You seem like a well-to-do man. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to, uh, I guess, I suppose I'm just trying to, um, the, so the thing that I'm not telling him is that I'm doing it for the glory. Right. Uh, but I, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit trying to persuade him that my, um, that my aspirations are purely, um, you know, to, to get his, his people home. And, you know, when, well, when I read about it in the, in the paper, it was just such a, such a tragedy that, uh, I was willing to, uh, you know, give, give as much, uh, of my funds as I could to this expedition to make sure that, uh, that, you know, uh, that everyone was able to receive a proper burial. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's really just about I just respect the science and I respect which, uh, what you were, all were trying to do. I appreciate that. He'll, he'll kind of he'll talk to you. He seems to flow easily in conversation with the work he's doing still at the geology department over at Miskatonic and he'll try to make some small talk polite with you, ask you a little bit about your family and continue on. If you float back in your thoughts and sort of Think about why you're here, as as the man himself, uh, Pavity, is asking you. Um, you recall that interview? You had to come all the way out to New York, which uh, wasn't a problem. You could have had a nice driver or set yourself up a first-class seat in the train. Um, they would have set you up, uh, you in particular, for a nice dinner that, the, that Starkweather would have insisted on bringing you on. Actually, more wouldn't have come along at all. Two of you are eating at a nice restaurant in New York, and Starkweather's... Uh, talking to you we're so grateful for your contribution hubert oh well it's the least i could do you know when i read about what had happened it's you know it's it's tragic that the that the work couldn't be completed you know and uh, oh, the work <laughs> it's increments we we take steps uh, in in progress and achievement and uh yeah the i mean it's a it was a tragedy it was a loss but the kind of attention that you'll bring and you know, the Appleby support would mean to us, I think we can, we'll push through. Uh, the ice will, will relinquish itself to us this time. Are you interested in doing possibly some press work leading up? And uh, we need somebody to do some radio work as we as we call in back to the to the mainland as we're out there. Uh, it, it would be possible to get any interest in, in such a oh, thing? Oh, well, absolutely. It would be... Food. Be de delighted. And uh, any uh, special requests for food or, or something else we can, we can make sure you've got ready for you on the boat? Oh, please. Just, uh, and I will, uh, I, I will act like it's going to be not a long list, but I'm going to give <laughs> just the, the longest list imaginable of, <laughs> of accommodations that I'm going to uh, require. And, and uh, you'll note that he's, he's nodding to everything you say. Starkweather, um, and he seems to be he's showing all the signs of perfect perfect uh, agreeability to what you're what you're requesting he's not writing a single thing down but okay. he he's absolutely listening to you <laughs> for whatever that would mean I'm to you man, my toilet seats can only be can be only 26 characters <laughs> 26 <laughs> yeah wow. exactly absolutely absolutely of course uh, uh, with your contribution, I mean, that's the least we could do. 
Yes, of course. So, well, uh, and again, just the list just getting longer and longer. <laughs> and, uh, and then fi fi finally, I'll say, but of course, if none of that, if uh, not all of that can be accommodated, I completely understand. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. We'll do what we can. I mean, I'm sure yes. we'll do what we can. I'll talk to more about it. Of course, um, of course. Daisy, you have patiently waited uh, through your yes. through your tech problems. You're uh, you're looking at uh, the main uh, get down to the engine. Um, not a difficult task. And just so you guys know, when we actually are all hanging out on the boat uh, for the next session, I'm gonna have some nice visuals for us here, but I'm still putting those all together for the boat. Uh, won't be pure theater of mind there. Um, to get down to the, uh, the the engine, it's actually somewhat of an exposed space. Uh, the engine, there's a stairwell that leads straight down right in front of the ore castle where you've got the mess hall and such from the surface. Heading down those stairs, um, you're kind of dodging and weaving in between the groups of people ferrying stuff up and down the stairs. Um, heading down there, you you can find the engine in all of its glory, and there is a, uh, a rather busy-looking man who seems to be doing some work or inspection on the, on the engine itself. Uh, is your, what is your move heading up to this engine? Um, so there's someone doing work on the engine? Yeah. He's got a cigarette in his mouth, and Looking like he's full of grease. Yeah, Daisy doesn't even really acknowledge the guy as she goes up to start taking a look at her. All right. Um, after a, a couple seconds, uh, seems like they have they've they've made your adjustments. You can tell that uh, you've got some some success here, although it looks like you you could be of use. Um, you're getting the idea that while uh, your your design modifications that are going to help them plow through the ice a little harder are in place, you're, there's a, there's some concern over heating, um, uh, overheating of this this device right now. Mm -hmm. um, looks like the engine is going to run harder, but also a lot hotter. Okay. And Miles, who is next to you, is going to turn over and introduce himself. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be, uh, uh, well, Miss Bence, would, would you? I absolutely would. Uh, you're looking at, uh... It looks like it's gonna be running a little hot. You think so? I, I don't know. I, look, I thought, I thought it was... Well, alright. Um, it's, it's your machine. Uh, my, my name's Patrick. I'll be with you. Most of this trip you here... You can call me Daisy, um, as I'm sure you Daisy, we're, um, well, honestly, between this, getting the engines together for, uh, the airplanes, we really could use some, some help down here. Yeah. Um, now, I know everyone else made this roll last time, but I wasn't sure. How yes. prepared are they looking in here? Ooh, that's a great question. This room in particular is the most established in the space because the ship has its engine no matter what. Um, it looks, but getting to the walk through uh, and seeing the 
sort of the machinery that they're still bringing in upstairs as you were coming down. Um, it's looking like it's coming together and it's doing so uh, slowly and painfully. Um, you saw that the uh, aeroplane parts, uh, some of them arrived upstairs, not in full. The engine down here is well seated, but looks like the entire space still needs to be cleared away so they can bring some of their diesel lines in uh, and get the tank going. It, um, it's getting there. It's going to be tight for the 14th. Gotcha. Um, and can I make a roll as to what would need to be done to help with it? Absolutely. Go for uh, your mechanical engineering. That is definitely below it. Is it under the half? It might. I, you know what? It. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me just make sure. Yeah, yeah, let me know. After you said what you said to Patrick, he's sort of seems to be kind of rubbing his head, focused on his temples. Yeah, I don't know about uh, you saying it's run hot. We're awfully close to the refrigeration units here. This might be a this might be a problem. Uh, yeah, we've got two um, engines fighting is... each other. It's almost at the quarter. It is one above the quarter. But it is below him. Okay, cool. Uh, the fifth. Um, your impression is you wonder if you could get some excess cooling out from the refrigeration units uh, to service this room. It would at least bring temperature down by 15 degrees at best, which is probably enough to feel a little safer. Uh, it would be a little bit of a project. I would do that. Uh, you know that you could suggest it, and that the engineers on site would be eager to listen. Um, you could participate. What we could do is run some of the excess cooling from the whatever that <laughs> Because mentally I've all forgotten it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's alright, it's totally okay. Um, Miles says, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Now, let me get some of the guys in here. Hold on. And he's going to he's gonna walk away, talk to some of the engineers. Um, make a, a, a psychology for me or a, a spot hidden, whatever you prefer. One will give you more of an emotional sense. One will give you more of a what do they look like they're saying and doing sense. What do you prefer to roll, Daisy? Well, we're going to do. I would have done spot hit. I, okay. I rolled before I chose, but I would have done spot hit. Totally fine. Um, that is a six. A six. That is below the quarter, I believe. 
quarter of the, the, the fifth. Is, yeah. Yeah, or fifth, whatever. Yep. Cool. Um, you uh, you are pretty sure. So uh, Miles approached um, a couple engineers that were hanging around. Um, they're gonna come over and introduce themselves to you. It looked like there may have been some argument about you listening to your advice. It seemed like Miles was gesturing, trying to reassure, make some reassuring gestures. Um, you might have even heard just a couple words like, she knows what she's talking about. She built the thing. And the other two seem to be kind of passive, not quite interesting, interested. Uh, really now. Gonna... Yep. Uh, he's gonna pull them over. Um, you look, uh, they're gonna introduce themselves as a, as a Huston and a Longfellow. Yeah, Daisy are... isn't gonna say anything unless they bring it up to her. All right. Um, Huston's sort of doing that up and down look. Longfellow is seems quiet. Um, Longfellow's now, gonna yeah. As a player, I don't know exactly what's going wrong with it, but as soon as they're in the room, Daisy explains exactly what's going wrong with it why it's running hot absolutely uh, you can do that effectively um, you want to throw in a uh, a final uh, mechanical uh, we'll call it a mechanical repair your skill is 80 for that so let's see uh, where you end up that is 39 one below the half cool you can effectively explain explain what you think they need to do. Um, Longfellow's gonna kind of, he's not really making eye contact with you, but uh, the two of them, as you explain in detail, you've sort of won them over with your, uh, you know, with with your explanation of things. Yeah, um, my tens die is a low roller. Nice. Uh, yeah, hold on to that one. Um, Longfellow's gonna say, um, "Ma'am, uh, my name's Lawrence." You can call me Dave. Um, I think we could do what you're asking. It's it's a it's a matter of uh, it's a matter of time, really. We we need we need you down here. I think over the next couple days to try to get this through. But uh, I gotta say, what you're saying makes sense. There seems to be some resistance from Huston, Miles, the one you originally met with. He's gonna push him a, a little and. Um, Longfellow's gonna say, "I think we can do this. I think we can do this." Absolutely, Are you good to, I'll be to... down here to help as long as the captain doesn't need me up there doing shit for him. Yeah, ab absolutely. That's great. Um, that's wow. I didn't think we'd get you. I don't know. Some of the other explorer types uh, kind of stay above the whole thing, you know. Didn't didn't know that you were gonna be uh, hanging out with us down here. Now, I ain't really the explorer. I'm more of the engineered path. Alright. You say so. I'm only um, here because my engine uh, Huston is going to say, uh, turn over to you and speak to you now for the first time. He's got a... Uh, Huston is kind of got that airbrush midwestern look. Uh, straw blonde <laughs> hair. He's definitely seen some sun, but he's relatively handsome. Um, he's going to say... Uh, Listen, you can call me uh, Colt, um, Miss, Little Miss. We, uh, I mean, I, 
I, I'm not sure that's really necessary what you're talking about here. Uh, you want the engine breaking down on us in the middle of the Arctic? Listen, we, we, we've run through it. We put it in like you asked. If you'd like, we can... Where it's almost, I think we're getting close to a lunchtime if you want to head on up and, uh, you know, I can show you around. He seems to be making well, an advance. Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. G give uh, me a minute. Give me a minute to think on how Daisy would respond to this. That's all right. Let's push over to Arthur. Arthur, um... Give me a, a uh, intelligence again. You've managed to help gather. They've built about half the cages at this point. This room is still filled with the sounds of construction and hammering. Starting to get a painted picture of the place. Some of that, you're uh, probably making small success. talks about. Nice. They're starting to make small talk about. Uh, most of them are saying like, Ever seen these dogs? They're really gonna fit in here. It's kind of a cramped space. Might be an opportunity for you to share some of your experience with the sled dog teams. Yeah. So, from my previous experience, does it look like a cramped space, or does it look like that it's space for dogs? With that role, it looks fine. It looks doable. It you know looks like uh, the dogs are gonna fit fine. It actually seems a little too roomy. There's something off about the dimensions of these crates as compared to the metal framework that that you're sit seating them in. Mm. Uh, but There's you seem to be the only one that's picked here. up on it. Yeah. Something odd here. It seems to be a, a bigger space. Are we, are we expecting some big dogs? And they're sort of talking amongst each other. Yeah. Uh, most of these people are, are uh, porters that are helped to hire not quite... Uh, not quite staff. They're saying like, yeah, I, I, we we were told it's it's normal dogs. Um, what what, what are you thinking? Seems like the the space, the dimensions are a little wrong uh, to fit in here. But the dimensions are wrong. Not that not that they're too big. Yes. So they wouldn't be long, like square to squash up the dog or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, these yeah. These these need to be more diagonal. They need to be longer for the fit the dogs. The dogs aren't square dogs, you know. They're not dice. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You think we could, uh, like, build them a little different, or? I think so. Uh, I think. He, yeah, you you need to start again. Yeah. Those are no good. Yep. No good. <laughs> and they're uh, they're they're sort of looking amongst each other. Um, you want to push on a, or, or make a, uh, persuade here for me, Arthur? Mm-hmm. Fail. I can't persuade nobody. Oh, you got nine points of luck you could spend on that. If you, cho if you chose. Um, yeah, you know what, I'll do it's that. surprisingly close to the, to the ten. Um, I will do that. Exactly. Everybody, uh, um, they're listening to you. Um, kind of to their own surprise, uh, Arthur. I'm trying, to f I'm trying to figure out how to change my luck on here, though. I think you have to manually just change the total that you have listed. Uh, all right, we'll it, figure it out. Oh, yeah. I must be. I'm out of edit mode. Okay, I'll go back in edit mode. Okay, got it. Cool. Um, 
they're they're talking amongst themselves. One of them seems to peel away from you, and uh, he's going to return with more. And more is going to come on up to you and say, Arthur, what are you thinking? What's going on? This is the, uh, listen to me. I have experience of dogs. These these spaces are not the correct spaces for dogs. If dogs would not be comfortable in here, they'll be injured. You need to make them longer to fit the width of the dog, the length of the dog. All right. Like you wouldn't stick a horse in a square box, would you? I wouldn't. I I, I wouldn't. No. Well, you wouldn't stick a dog in a square box either. That's true. I uh, I guess. Um. Moore is going to make a roll here. Or aren't you just Ooh. a geologist? How would you know anything? <laughs> hey. Uh, you know uh, about rocks. You don't know about dogs. Excuse me, sir. Uh, uh, I, I studied biology, paleobiology, physics. I have got my polar. I've spent my time in, in, in polar environments. I know dogs. Not as well as you, but... Uh, you know, I think you've picked up on something here, Arthur. There is, these are not the crates that I ordered. Uh, there's no way these are all going to fit in here. Well, uh, he, looks like somebody screwed something up then, huh? He's kind of running it up and down. He's going to find a, a tape measure and start running the lines on, on this metal framework. Damn. Uh, oh, Higgins, this is... This could be a problem. You can call me Arthur. Um, Arthur, I I think we need to... Re I think these are the wrong pages. Start with it. Can I... Can I assign this to you? I, I'm going to get some new ones sent Yeah, where do these cages come from? Where would you order them from? We've got a supplier, but it took... It took two months to have these ordered and sent down. I know it's not your specialty, but could you oversee rebuilding? I think that's going to be the fastest option. Yeah, I think I need I need um, I need um, Hemming, Adam Hemming, to help me. Hemming? Yep. It's one of our. Uh, uh, sure, you know the man, or. Yeah. Hard worker. All right, uh, that's fine. Whatever, whoever, whatever you need. This we just need to get this done. But he'll help me up. He'll help me out if somebody doesn't go fast enough. We need to rough him up a bit. <laughs> All right, uh, that, that's that's fine by me, uh, Arthur. You, I'll leave this to you. I'll, I'll check back with you tomorrow. But I appreciate this. Got to uh, have, yeah. have to word have a word with Starkweather here. Um, Good thing I caught this. Yeah. You're lucky I'm along. Well, that's true. And he seems to be All a little right. bothered. Um, he's going to head on off and presumably go give Starkweather an earful. Um, if you uh, want to go find him, Henning was out uh, out in the uh, in the uh, the docks actually, not on the ship currently. Right. But yep, I'll go get him. Henning, we just hired you. Congratulations. <laughs> Hey, you got me in? I got you in. You're going to help them reconstruct some dog kennels. Oh. Congratulations. But I also need you as my right-hand man in case we need to rough some people up. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll do... Did you say reconstructing? Reconstructing? You, what, did you, We're you reconstructing. 
Yep. Something wrong with them? They sent us the wrong damn dog kennels. They sent us dog kennels for like birds. And we need dog kennels for dogs. Yeah, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Big birds. Like the, they sent kennels for. Think about it. They sent a kennel for like an ostrich instead of a dog. Yeah, it makes sense to the me. Ostriches stand up, and a dog has four legs. It's kind of, you know. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, let's go deal with these ostriches then. I guess, huh? Well, the ostrich cages. We got to we got to take them apart and rebuild them. All right. All right. He's All right, uh, come on. He, he's along for the ride. <laughs> um, you've successfully secured him spot on the uh, on the ship. Um, whether or not he was going to try to do that himself, you have you have assured him. He uh, he's going to take to he's going to kind of follow your suit. If you're telling people what to do, he's going to make sure they're doing it. Um, <laughs> he uh, you find he's quickly realizing as you might have that. Uh, well, he's talking about it at least. Starkweather, he's blaming Starkweather for the whole thing. He's, he's Let's not to talk to play the, the game. Guys. Let's not play the blame game. Let's just fix what's broken. All right, all right. I hear you. I, I'm on it. Get to work. You guys can, can put together an example one, and then they can follow that model for the rest. It's probably the fastest way. Yeah. Cool. Um, Eugene, you have looking through you. You found this inconsistency with the generator and you can head on over and try to get a hold of uh somebody in the engine room uh, is where you were directed or to go talk to more deal with the rest of the shipment uh, the uh, list first what are you thinking oh i'd for sure go go talk to mr miles that's where i was directed go, cool go speak to mr miles um you'll uh you'll find uh miles is actually holed up in the engine room with daisy and two other engineers they seem to be working on the engine. They're getting all greasy. There's some heat generated in this room just with them present. Uh, oh, Mr. Miles is swear, or, uh, sorry. He is sweating like <laughs> And they all will turn around. <laughs> Daisy, you're seeing sweaty biologists approach. Uh, not a drop of uh, grease or oil on him. You can imagine. <laughs> What's his name again? I know I know his name like in character. I know his uh, Eugene. Well, hello, Eugene. This is Daisy. Pleasure to see you. Um, I uh, was actually directed down here to speak with uh, Mr. Miles um, about some of our uh, inventory uh, by uh, Dr. Moore. Uh, Mr. Miles? Is there Mr. Miles? Yeah, and uh, Patrick will, will show his hand and come present to you um well, what can i do you for what's going on oh mr miles uh pleasure to see you um uh i was up uh doing some inventory uh that that dr moore asked me to uh to conduct and um it appears that on the on the number one tween deck uh we're missing uh two crated windmill generators i i spoke with a um oh, christ a, a uh gentleman up there who who was very helpful um apologies i cannot remember his name at this time but um he, he directed me towards you as as the one who had been um directing the loading I, i'm wondering if perhaps uh, they got misplaced on a different deck or we are god well, i hate to say but perhaps we're we don't have them on hand at the moment 
More is going to kill me. Um, all right. Uh, Daisy, can I leave this with you? Gesturing to the engine. Me, you um, I think you can trust me with my own piece of technology. Eh, that's true. I, that's, that's a good point. Absolutely can. Boys, uh, do whatever she needs, all right? No, all kind of not along. Um, Miles is looking pretty dejected at this latest uh, discovery, Eugene. Um, so, Mr. Miles, you seem so you seem so concerned. Um, Christ, I, I think we can I think we can remedy this. And what, are we gonna look around the whole ship for these things? We caught it at the we caught it at the the right moment. Um, yeah, well, you let me know when the right moment is to lose two, two generators. You know, we can't go to the ice without these generators. This is. So these are essential. I I I would imagine again. I, I um. You ever experienced the Arctic cold? Oh well, I um I come from the uh, the northeast in in, in Salem, <laughs> Massachusetts. Um, oh. So. Certainly experienced cold, long, hard winters. Sorry, you're uh, not with the engineering staff, uh, Eugene. Oh, oh no, I, I, sir, I'm a, I'm a biologist. Oh. Trade well. And... All right then. Um. Hold on, let me get Turlo on this. He might be able to. I don't know. I might be able to. Move around the ship a little faster than I and see. We can check boxes. Um, you know how big they're supposed to be? How many are they? Uh, I know that there are two, and um, the the dimension that I have on my sheet, my inventory sheet, is that it is a 12-foot tripod. I, I don't know if it breaks down any more than that, but... No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I remember talking about this in, in prep. Um all right, I've got some idea. Let me let me get this over to Turlo. Um, God, thanks for looking into that. I guess. Sorry like to cause you so much trouble, um, but I do think that that it's very important for us to have the the inventory that we were expecting. Agreed. Um, you mind uh, keeping an eye on the rest of that that list and. I'm gonna go work with Turlo. We'll try to find if this crate's on the ship or not. Of course. Um, could somebody could uh could perhaps could we uh arrange a time that we could check back in to um determine if they have or have not been uh identified so that so that if they're not here today, then we can ensure that they are here in time for us for our departure. Um, you want to, uh, I'll, I can show up at the Rose room tomorrow, uh, 8 a.m. We can talk about it. I'll see what I can do today. And, uh, if we find him by the end of the day, uh, I'll have him, I'll have him back where they're supposed to be in the morning. Does that, does that work all right? Uh, I, I think that that sounds fine. I'll, I'll be, I'll be talking to Dr. Moore again and, and, and let him, I'm going to let him know of the situation. I'll leave your name far beyond it. Sure. Um, but um, yes, I, I think that. But uh, if we can, if we can uh, reconnoiter tomorrow at a.m. at the Rose Room uh, at breakfast time, I think I think that'd be uh, a fine solution. I, I believe we do still have a couple of days before we 
need to identify what when and where they are um you mind if i just get a, can i take a glance at that list you have i of course i'm gonna take a look um seems to be doing some serious thought about it oh yeah no not not close at a at a an eight times five i'm at a 40 oh no dice um you can't really tell what it was in particular but it seems like something on that list made his face drop even more I have not surveyed yet the the three the number three tween deck, correct? Right. He's going to hand it back to you and say, just, uh, yeah, let me know if you find anything else, all right? I will, absolutely. Thank you so much, sir. Um, and, and do, um, I'll be around. Uh, should you should you need to find me, I will be on, on the ship, but but I understand it's, it's far easier for us to um, find each other at a scheduled time and place. Yeah, I, best, best chance is either here um, you could find me, um, likely uh, dealing with the engine where you found me. Um, if you don't see me with the engine room, best guess would be in one of the, the third, fourth holes, one of those two. It's where we get setting up the airplanes. Um, let me know, all right? Absolutely, I will. Uh, thank you again so much for your time. Again, sorry to disturb you and to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, yeah, well, somebody had to be it. And he'll let you be. Um, uh, Hubert, you're, uh, you're hanging out. McTighe seems to have, uh, we could have swapped places in this press conference situation. McTighe, the radio man, has given up control of the press, and they, they seem to be moved to Pavity. Um, most of the Reporters are starting to edge out of the thing. They listen to Starkweather talk briefly, but eh, the event's dying down. Um, Pavity's answering some questions. McTighe is going to come over and approach you and say, uh, "Hey, you, uh, you one of the one of the people on the next uh, expedition?" Oh yes, I am. I'm uh, actually uh, funding a great deal of the endeavor, so I think oh. I might as well join along. You know. Starkweather found his uh, found his sucker, huh? No, no, it's gonna be a. I'm excited for you, I guess. Um, well, I you feel like you're all prepped. How's the team looking? Oh, we're uh, looking quite swell, quite swell. Uh, you know, things are a little bit hectic, you know, as we're starting up, but I believe that. Uh, everyone is working double time to make sure that it's uh, that we're ready to go. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, double time is not going to be enough. Um, try triple. Oh, really? <laughs> triple time. Uh, oh. you, you can't uh, uh, can't predict this. These kinds of these kinds of expeditions, you can't prep enough. Truly. Oh, uh, any any tips from a. <laughs> Hello, expeditioner. Any well, other tips? Um, yeah, get get one of the good one get one of the good jobs. <laughs> I uh, they brought me on. I was, well, it's not that I'm not young myself. Oh, and uh, let me just share with what what uh, McTighe looks like here. He's kind of very plain appearance, McTighe. He he's he seems to have kind of a morose, resting face, but he lights up in uh, with people. He's got kind of this booming voice that. Uh, 
uh, seems well suited for the radio. Um, you actually have heard his voice because uh, you just listened to it. It was um, nearly all of the radio communication on that movie that you just watched. Uh, that would have been his voice. It just sounds a little younger, a little more distorted. Yeah, can't uh, can't prepare enough. You know, we uh, we went out there thinking it's gonna be locked up there till February. We were planning on it, bouncing radio signals up off uh, South America. I think we had some relay tower in Argentina. If it wasn't for my my time there, I wouldn't be up in Kingsport now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I got got myself posted in a radio station up there. I go back and forth between. Arkham and Kingsport doing some uh, radio work. It's been pretty successful. I had some name recognition after all the broadcasts went out. Oh, well, I'm sure that that's you're doing quite well for yourself. Yeah, well, hard not to. Hard not to. Yes. You know who's uh, doing radio for you this time? Uh, would I know that? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, you know, I'm suppose i'm not quite sure but uh we would be certainly be lucky to have uh someone of your skills uh hopefully he uh he seems to lose just a little bit there yeah i'm not if you're not uh if stark weather puts you up to this you're not getting me back there oh no not at all that's that's not what i was implying you've already served your time i'm sure uh no i'm just saying that uh we would be quite fortunate uh uh if we could get someone half as talented as you what did you think uh, what do you think of the film thought it was some of my uh, better work oh for sure i thought it was uh yes quite uh uh, Hubert's not really sure what to say to that. I think he's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit put off by this guy's sudden change in demeanor. Yeah. He, um, he, uh, he's going to look and ask, uh, you, uh, you going to be staying on the ship most of the time or make it out oh, there in well. the ice with the rest of them? Well, I b believe that I will be uh, wherever I am needed. If I'm needed back on the ship, then that is where I shall be. But uh, if I am needed on the ice, rest assured, that is where I shall be. Stay where you're needed, son, friend. Stay where you're needed. Yes. Yes, quite. You talk to anybody else from the... Uh... The expedition? And I saw you talking to Pavity, but is it just the two of us? Uh, I believe it is just the just the two of you. Yes, uh, so far, at least so far that I've spoken to. Dyer uh, hasn't Pavity said anything. Uh, I don't believe so. Pavity seemed quite perturbed, though. Quite perturbed. Well, yeah. Um... You're up against a lot out there. It's not just the isolation. It's not just the cold. You a mountain man, Hubert? You ever see real mountains? Oh, yes. In fact, I've uh, 
spent some time up in the uh, up in the Alps of Switzerland. Yes, I have. Uh, I uh, have been on several archaeological expeditions, uh, ah. including. You've got uh, you wear a lot of hats, I think, Mister Mister Hubert. Oh well, you know, uh, idle hands are the devil's workshop, as they say. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, you, you, you've been up in the Alps, huh? Yes, yes, I have. You make it Western Alps, you know, kind of into Italy, Switzerland. You see, uh, Mount, uh, Mount, uh, Mount Massif? 15,000 yes. square feet, or 15,000 feet up, I mean, above sea level? Oh, I... Never made it quite that high. We spent most of our time in the in the east of the Alps, but uh, uh, I've definitely seen some uh, some. Well, I would say are real mountains in my day for sure. Yeah, well, those mountains. <laughs> um, I remember when we first got the call through. I uh, broadcasted it to the world. It seemed incredible. Dyer called them. Mountains. He said they were like hallucinations. They're the Miskatonic Mountains now, but he called them Mountains of Madness. They were mm. higher. We didn't quite get a full. Name. Yeah, well, quite the name. It's in the name. You know, his estimation. We're talking about the tallest mountains in the world down there. He estimated oh. twenty-five thousand, possibly even thirty-five thousand feet above sea level. Dwarfs, Everest. Goodness. Oh, that's quite impressive. It seems teams seem in good spirits. Well, yes, they do. Uh, they seem in quite good spirits. I mean, things are a little bit, uh, like I said, hectic at the moment, but uh, we have quite a bit of confidence in the uh, in the expedition. I would say. Yeah. We were we were ready for it. Lake, um, Professor Lake's team, and they set out for the Lake's camp and under those mountains in the shadows. Some of the discoveries he talked about, I, I felt like I was making history just relaying them. We were so excited. Uh, all of us. The boys were... He was talking... I had to slow people down just to make the broadcast through if everybody was talking too fast could hardly keep up those things he found i think we alluded a little in the in the visuals of the broadcast a second ago a couple minutes ago but um he said they were like a kelp starfish millions of years old oh they were just the footage was quite extraordinary. I can't imagine yeah. what it would have been like seeing them in person. Me neither. He went on. On and on. Got wilder the longer he spent out there. I don't know if it was the wildness of him or if it was the wind that was uh, pushing him ever forward into the craziness of some of those discoveries. But man, oh man. He's saying some strange things by the end of it all. Like what? What strange things? Well, 
I guess I don't really know. I just so sad that we, we lost the man. I, he was definitely in his in his in his prime. Make a psychology roll for me. Yeah, definitely. Damn. Yeah, something's bugging you about that answer, but it's hard to hard to say for sure. Uh, can can I? press him on the the strange things that he was speaking of can i maybe try to per, try to like persuade him to uh to open up about because he said that uh the man was saying strange things uh yeah. but kind of wouldn't elaborate further and i'm just, i i think hubert's just curious uh what strange things that uh were being spoken of yep uh yeah go for it Okay. No. <laughs> Could always push the roll with with the possibility of a negative consequence if it fails. It's up mm. to you. But if you want to sit with that, there's some things he would say. Uh, yeah, I think I'll I'll I'm not feeling super confident with these rolls right now. <laughs> sure. He uh, with that with what how you rolled he is somewhat responsive um he says he seems to be diverting a little um he says you want to talk about crazy things people saying the one i felt bad for was danforth danforth yeah he was one of the uh you know one of dyer's uh students he's a young guy after their uh i guess they found lakes camp you know and I felt sorry for him. I didn't like him that much. He was kind of a snotty brat, I thought. Younger than me and twice the ego, if you can believe it. Uh, he cried. Uh, screams. Weird languages. We had to tie him down, you know. Really? Just to make him, just to get him back to the boat. I thought we were going to have to uh, get the doctor to take care of him, if you know what I mean, just so we can get some sleep on the ride back. Oh, I'm sure what he saw up there was quite disturbing. I mean, the things the cold can do to a body. Yeah. Mountains of madness indeed. They they claimed one victim. Mm. He got put in a home, I think. Goodness. Yeah. Rest. He needed a lot of rest. Well, shouldn't dwell. Shouldn't dwell. You know, if you're ever in Kingsport? Yes, I'll know. certainly look you up. And I'll be... Know that you've, you'll have at least one, some person listening here on the other side of the world. Mm. I have a feeling it'll be a lot more than that. Quite indeed. Oh, pleasure to meet you, sir. Pleasure to meet you. He's gonna kind of fade out. Go talk to Pavity. Daisy, you're uh, you're feeling like you're you're getting somewhere with the folks. The engineers seem uh -huh. to be pretty responsive. Uh, did you ever think of what you said to our 
uh, to Colt and his strange advance. So, while I won't say no to the tour, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah? I ain't looking for a relationship. I ain't relationship. looking for any of that lovey-dovey bullshit. Yeah. No. No, of course not. I... May as well give up here. All right. I, that wasn't... I... I'm sorry if I seemed like I was, uh... He seems a little... He seems a little not used to your forwardness. Uh, well, that's... That's all right, uh... Miss Benz, or Daisy, um... We, uh... She goes right back to working on it. <laughs> Great. And, uh, you might catch sight that the other two are kind of... They seem to be jeering at him a little. Hushed tone. Making fun of him a little for what just happened. While you're uh, hanging out, Daisy, you you can spend um, a couple hours here and feel like you're making some headway. It seems like the crew is going to be able to do what you're asking them, reroute some of the co the cooling from the the deep storage that's nearby in one of the nearby holds. It's going to take some weld work. But it, you you feel pretty confident that the ship can take it. Dead. Um, at some at some point, oh, yeah. What, what are you thinking? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I I don't really particularly have anything else. I had an idea of doing. And so going to leave it up to you. the um you were also given this list, which I'm gonna hand over to you. In a, it'll be in your journal. It's uh, in chapter one. It's called Inventory uh, Two. You um, you were also told that you could take some time, especially since you've kind of handed off the the advice here to the engineers, and they're starting to talk about draw up some plans and talk about how they're gonna get this going. You were you were asked to take a look at uh, one of these inventory sheets. Mm -hmm. It'd be a, a task for you. You think yeah. you would stick with the engineers? You think you would work on inventory? Um. Well, if if she was specifically asked to take a look, she would do that if she was confident that the engineers were going to be able to do this. Yeah. And it's uh, it's not an all or nothing. You can keep kind of poking your head in and checking exactly. up with everybody. That's, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, why don't we all take a, you want to take a, like, five, ten minute break and uh, grab a snack, go to the bathroom, whatever you need, and we'll come back yeah. here with uh, this inventory list? Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Let's talk. See you all soon. Looking along the line of high peaks... I thought I could see the one mentioned by poor Lake, with a rampart exactly on top. It seemed to be lost in a queer Antarctic haze, such a haze, perhaps, as had been responsible for Lake's early notion of volcanism. The pass loomed directly before us, smooth and windswept between its jagged and malignly frowning pylons. Behind it was a sky fretted with swirling vapors and lighted by the low polar sun. 
the sky of that mysterious farther realm upon which we felt no human eye had ever gazed. A few more feet of altitude, and we would behold that realm, Danforth and I, unable to speak except in shouts amidst the howling, piping wind that raced through the pass and added to the noise of the unmuffled engines exchanging eloquent glances. And then, having gained those last few feet, we did indeed stare across the momentous divide and over the unsampled secrets of an elder and utterly alien Earth. H.P. Lovecraft at the Mountains of Madness. hard to beat. Gotta love psychological horror. Nothing like The Shining. like it. I have not read The Shining. It'll, uh, it'll worry you. Um, Arthur, you and Henning are hard at work. Uh, Daisy, you are prepared to do inventory. Eugene, uh, where have we sat you, Eugene? What was your last status? You're deciding where to go? Yeah, I uh, I left Miles with the kind of the task. Sorry, my my alarm's gone off. If you, no worries. Uh, so we were. Um, le- I left Miles with the kind of the bad news of the um, windmill generators. Um, told him, or he said, "Well, let's meet up at the Rose Room tomorrow." He gave me yep. a couple places where I could meet him. Um, I still haven't done the third deck uh, inventory. Got it. All right, Daisy, where are you? Where, where do you think you're headed? After all, I'm headed to check the inventory stuff. Like, uh, all right, if you look at the handout, you have your choice between which uh, which uh, tween deck you're going to. Um, first is best we'll go usually. To three as most of the stuff. Yep, and. Uh, Hubert, um, what are you thinking? Your the press conference is starting to wind down. Do you think Hubert would start to join people on the boat or chase after anything in particular? Uh, I think Hubert would probably retire to the boat at this point. Sure. Um. All right. Well, I'd say uh, pretty quickly, Daisy, Eugene, the two of you would run into each other, uh, heading over to the the third tween deck you guys are uh tight space you got to head all the way back up to the top of the boat all the way up to the main deck and then find your ladder down into the third um you guys have had busy days third tween deck is full of a lot of smaller crates you're not seeing as much in the way of uh the heavy machinery that the other two had Seems like a lot of smaller crates. Um, you guys are going to have some time to pick through all this. It's getting yeah. pretty shoulder to shoulder. Daisy, how are you going to go about starting to pick through everything here? Um, I'm probably going to just start with the first thing on my list. Absolutely. So, picking through everything, um, you're starting to check certain things off. Uh, it seems like you know, well, you're looking for uh, 
you know, the 600 uh, coils of alpine rope, 600 uh, uh, foot coil alpine rope that there are several of. You're looking for your, your batons for climbing. Um, make a, a, a spot hidden. That is 43. That is below my number, but is not below my half. Got it. Regular success. You are having trouble finding batons and the associated climbing gear. You're expecting to find 12 bags that are basically sets of climbing gear. And you're really not finding anything at all that, that matches that description. Well, that's where in. Um, Somewhere in the um, world, Arthur's uh, back of the hairs on Arthur's neck just tingled as there's no climbing gear present on the boat. <laughs> well, first thing I'd be doing is looking through everything again. Like, <laughs> Sure. Maybe I missed them. Sure. Um, you, uh, you can make your way looking through. You are pretty confident they're not there. Um, looking through a second time also, you're trying to figure out where the signal lamps are. There's supposed to be several signal lamps that you're going to be used to, uh, um, to, uh, light up some of the key landing areas for the planes that could be used for... Um, some of the dig sites, if you ever make it to uh, do some drilling apparatus work. Um, you manage to find uh, signal lamps, but they seem to be several large crates um, that are essentially theater lights, like something you would find, like stage lights. Completely unsuitable for the Antarctic. Boy. And still no climbing gear. Okay. Noting that down and continuing down the list, I'll bring yep. all issues to the guy once I've gone through everything. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, the two of you are hanging out together. You, you, you going to say, uh, say a word or two to Eugene about your, your discoveries so far? Um, yeah. Well, we don't have... You said the rope is gone, and the yep, the, like, actually not the rope, the well, uh, the bagged sets of climbing gear, essentially. We don't have any climbing gear, and we got the wrong kind of lamps. Um, to be clear, I clocked you. You said Miles was concerned about something beyond what I had already brought up to him. Yes, I clocked that correct? Like, yeah, noticed. You didn't. You couldn't tell what part he was. Whether it was you know top of the list, right. middle, bottom. But something well, in there, Miss Daisy. I um, I, I haven't checked. I haven't checked this deck yet for for the um, for the supplies. I do know that we're missing. Um, currently, uh, misplaced some generators, uh, uh, windmill generators, and um, I haven't checked the the third tween deck yet. So, I'm. A little concerned as well that 
that we don't necessarily have all of the things that we need. I, I think that I'm, 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 my intention is to run through the rest of this inventory, but uh, my hopes are not high that all of it will be here. Well, seems to me like the person setting all this up it's starting to look pretty damn incompetent. I certainly couldn't speak competence I, I i imagine that um these things do happen uh to, to the long and large list and many shippers are involved i i would i would i would hate to think that we're embarking on a journey that is is run by people who have intentionally not supplied us with our needs. Well, I never said it was intentional. Eugene, make me a uh, spot hidden as you're looking, you know, you're chatting, you're looking through. Oh, we'll stuck up in the... Come on. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on. Oh, a little stuck up in the dice tower. That's all right. Damn down. We got it with traffic jam in the dice tower. <laughs> there we go. Uh, nine times five is forty-five. Uh, it's a success, but uh, just just a regular. Just a regular success. That's all right. Um, you're looking around and you're able to locate uh, f uh the f uh, most of the gear. Um, it takes some time. But you do find that there are four trail radios, which are supposed to be found, that uh, you are know, nice and antennaed up. Um, they look a little worse for wear. Like they uh, possibly... Um, like they, they may have ha been uh, bumped around, uh, possibly dislodged in their secure holding during transport. But you do find them. Okay. Is there anything in particular? Uh, is, is Daisy around? Are are we having yeah. working through together? Like, uh, Miss Daisy, uh, ha have a look at these trail radios uh, with with me. They, they don't seem quite right. And I roll like an engineering on the trail radios to make sure that they still work. Absolutely. That is and eighty one. What is my? Sorry, I don't have the up. Here. Uh, your engineering science skill is sixty six, but uh, I'd say um, it's more relevant your mechanical repair skill here so you are one above my mechanical repair. yeah so you can make a note if you want to use a single luck point on this yeah i'll use a luck point and, and check that off as a past roll um just subtract your luck by one um oh nice. i actually made a luck check that is okay uh yeah daisy these don't seem operational it actually seems like they're missing their power amplifier tube. 
uh, they need to be ordered separately that you would know just be this type of uh, it's the kind of thing you would normally need to order separately and it doesn't you don't see anything on the inventory list you don't see um, any around in the same crate that these were found in nothing In fact, you would imagine that there shouldn't just be four of those to match the radios. You'd think that these this is a part you'd want to have extra of. Like you'd want to have several spare parts. Well, it looks to me like we've got another thing. This one's not even on the roster. I'll note it down in my, um, my report to uh, Dr. Moore. Um... He seems to be concerned enough about what we do and do not have. Um, I think perhaps at the moment we'll take this back and hopefully the next days that we have before we depart, we can obtain some. I hate to be an alarmist at this moment. All right. Um, given that, uh, Hubert, you want to be heading on over to the ship here? Uh, sure, yeah. You'll, um, heading on up, you'll see there's a lot of commotion. Uh, it seems like all uh, all the cranes are currently engaged on the ship. We're bringing in crates from the dock. You can identify more. Um, seems to be working through uh, a recently delivered shipment and a, and a driver with a clipboard in hand. And uh, he'll uh, spot you coming in from the main entrance and kind of wave you over. My goodness, what is all this commotion? Oh, God, Hubert. Uh, sorry to have you see it all like this, but we're um, we're working through some of our final shipments. Um, it's looking. It's a lot to do still. Um, I know it's a little above your, or I guess below uh, your your normal everyday activities, but uh, we got some some work going down in the uh, in the fifth oh. hold. If you could stop by and um, check up on them. They're doing uh, dog crate stuff right now. Oh, certainly. Just... I'm not above getting my hands dirty, as you know. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, if you wouldn't mind, and he's going to also hand you... It seems like he is... As soon as somebody walks up to him, you're all getting the idea that you are going to get a job. If you, if you interact with more at all, you are going to be handed off some some work for the day um he's handing off to you hubert he says look i know you're not i know you're not it's not your specialty but uh um if if you could just take a look um after checking in with the dogs let me know how it's going uh and then go check up on some of this inventory or at least hand it off to somebody who who uh who can help um certainly i i'd really I'm I'm sorry, Hubert. I, I appreciate it. Oh, by all means. Um, make an intelligence check for me, real quick, Hubert. Sure. 
Uh, is that worth 10 points of luck? Uh, to be frank, uh, no. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've, I've pushed it for other people. I, I will pull it for you a little. Um, that's quite all right, though. Uh, you can, you can continue on with your yeah, interactions. I think figuring out that the radios didn't work was definitely worth worth one point. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I don't know. That could have been pretty fun on the ice. Get out there and realize your radios <laughs> no. don't work at all. No. Wait, what? Can't hear you. I don't have a radio. It doesn't work. Arthur, uh, how are those dog kennels looking? Henning's barking orders, getting things together. You guys seem like you're... You've got a sample ready, and you seem like you're able to start to fit everything in place. It's starting to make a lot more sense to you. Look more okay. natural. Um, yeah. I'll look, you know, while everything's going fine, I'll look around. I don't even know what deck I'm on the ship, but I'll just look around. See yes. if everything looks in order. You, um, you're finding... They're starting to place some gear down here, but... For the most part, this space is being adequately reserved for the uh, for our uh, our beautiful dogs. Um, they have enough. Know, they have enough like gear, like sled gear and dog food and stuff like that. Uh, your understanding is that the sled gear is actually going to be held in a different uh, a different section of the boat. If you, like, with your knowledge, want to go check up on that, that yes, is, I would. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely something we can do. The um, the uh, the dog supplies are uh, going to be in uh, hold number five. Is where you are. Um, okay. You can take. There's also technically a large supply of wood that's there, but there's not much to look over other than it is a large supply of wood. You've been told that that's for building uh, uh, some of the basic structures that they're going to use at base camp. Um, but yeah, looking over the wood is is really not not going to hold your attention well. Um, the most of the sled stuff is actually happening in uh, the third tween deck, also, where it seems like just about everybody's being funneled to relatively coincidentally. As mm, if you ask an engineer. Yep. Yeah. Head over there and look at the sledding gear. Make sure it's in order. Sure. You're all, uh, uh, Hubert, you're, you're heading down there as well? Yes. All right. You guys are found yourselves all together there in the, uh, and Hubert, you probably have the most relevant information to share with the group, having seen the, uh, the, uh, movie, having talked to some crew from the past expedition. Um, no matter what you all intended to be, there might be a moment here to, to compare notes about how the day has gone for you all. So Certainly. So, so I'll, uh, I guess I can start by relaying uh, to them what I heard from uh, Pavity and uh, uh, McTeague. Uh, you know, not, not much to report, but uh, it does seem that uh, Pavity seemed quite uh, uh, hesitant uh, at the idea that uh, another expedition was going to be uh and McTeague had some words of warning as well. 
Daisy's going to mention that there's quite a bit of stuff missing from the list. Like what? Well, we're missing climbing gear. We're missing... Climbing gear? That's unacceptable. Goodness. Climbing gear. What else? We're missing a radio part. It's not even on the list, so our radios ain't going to work. My goodness, what is this? This this is unacceptable. We do seem to be missing um, two um, generators as well. And the, um, the we got the wrong dog kennels. We had to, we have to take them apart and rebuild them. Our engine was built incorrectly. It was going to overheat on, out on the water. The boat? Yeah. Now I've got the engineers down there fixing it up, rerouting the coolant to help. But it's going to take a couple days. It's a full day you all put together. Yeah, I'm going to ask for a raise, man. <laughs> yeah, I I actually do think that um, uh, Hubert is going to have to have a word with more about some of this. Because uh, this is, I think, unacceptable. Well, I'm an expert at sledding, so let me double check the dog sledding gear. It seems to me like Mr. Moore might be less competent than we originally thought. I should say. So, uh, sledding gear, you're ex you are able to find generally all the uh, gear that you would expect to see. Um, based on, there are two long sleds that you expect are, uh, Arthur, uh, based on your experience, they're meant for more of a freight uh, carry. The dogs can actually help carry some of that lumber that I mentioned, or possibly even a generator if it's tied down well enough. Um, you're not seeing anything like that. Um, you all know that you could be looking to um, the warehouse that's outside. Uh, you also could be looking to the some of the the crates that are yet to be unfilled on the deck. Yeah, I'd I'd probably start by checking on other deck to see if anything got placed in the wrong spot. Then the yep. crates that are up on the deck that haven't been emptied yet, and then the warehouse. Absolutely. Would probably be help. the order I'd go in, but it's also up to others. That sounds that good to me, Daisy. Let's go look. Yeah. Um, Daisy, Arthur, why don't you both make uh, spot hiddens with advantage or with a, a bonus die? So just roll and um, Daisy, since you're rolling physical, yeah, you, you know how to do that. The roll the two tens and take the lower. Yes, I do. Thank you. Oh damn, Arthur. Oh, that's oh six instead of. I see. It's a 61 or a 61. Ah, amazing. Consistent. Well, I rolled three fours. It's huh. a 44. <laughs> it's a 44. You guys, all right. Which is below my spot hidden. I succeeded on. 
Um, it's just, it's it's not about unable to find the stuff's there. I mean, or the the things that are there are there. It's not hiding from you. Uh, it's a matter of how long it takes. Um, we're now pushing everybody up until uh, around four p.m. for the day. Uh, you think the two of you have identified um, really none except for the long sleds that I just mentioned are out here. Everything else is going to need to be called uh, in for and, and reordered. Those parts for the radios, um, the climbing gear is a Boston-based company. They're going to have to send it down. Um, the windmill generators, nobody has seen. They're supposed to come from an agricultural supply company in Chicago. And that includes, uh, like, in the warehouses and all that, right? Yes. Um, you are are finding not much. Also, Daisy, you would find that on your list, you were expecting to see... Um, oh, sorry, on Eugene's list, um, he... Uh, if you're kind of participating, Eugene, you were expecting to find um, some cooking gear... And you are able to find that successfully on the, uh, the uh, or Daisy's able to find it successfully on the docks. So you're starting to put it together. Looks like there's gaps. If you is start to bring these. anything else missing? Uh, anything else on your, let me look at your list. Um, oh, well, uh, you have yet to find the bamboo poles, although you haven't been in the fifth tween deck. Um, if you took a second, you're pretty Said sure... Said that we were starting by going... Oh, the fifth tween, sorry. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say without, you know, overdrawing the point of looking for all this stuff, um, you'll find that some of the gear for the tents is missing, and it's going to need to be reordered. And uh, Hubert, you have yet to go into the uh, deep into the food look, but um, upon some investigation, it does look like quite a lot of food materials. Uh, it's not that they are missing, but it's that they were uh, misordered. 30 small crates of sardines are listed on the manifest. Uh, instead, we have uh, 30 large cans of sardine oil. Who thought that was oh, a good idea? Unclear useful <laughs> right uh that's gonna need to be reordered um looks like the flour was never ordered we've got uh four crates supposedly containing jars of marmalade that are actually crates of empty canning jars that are meant to be used by like a a canning company or a, a homesteader or something similar do we know exactly who actually ordered everything or do we just know there's no sign on on your on your inventory. You all have enough information. If you want to start bringing this to more, you can you can flag them down. Hey, you yeah. have a question about that engine. How did the ship get here? Was the ship always like that, or did somebody like mess up the engine? Um. Daisy, you would know that the the engine is the engine. Your modifications were made, and it, you wonder if uh, they didn't make it quite to your specification. Or there's probably a secret worry in your head that maybe now that you're seeing it in person, your idea was a little risky, uh, but you found a way to cover for it. It's up to you how much of that you really divulge. Um, 
Daisy will mention that it's possible that they did build it to her specifications. They didn't build it to her specifications, you said? Yeah, that's, that is what she will mention. She will mention that it's possible that they didn't quite build it to her specifications. And as far as I can tell, it wasn't intentional. Uh, yeah, you yeah, don't think it why was. Somebody, would, somebody would, would have a boat sail to the Arctic, the Antarctic, and it had a had a faulty engine. Yep. Seems suspicious. Why would it be faulty now and not... It's not a brand new boat. Did they put my specifications in after they docked? Yes. Well, they didn't modify it till after they docked. This seems suspicious. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, taking a uh, taking any more assessments or discussion? Are you going to present your your findings as a group to more? So for for Eugene's list, he he found everything. In order, except for the trail radios, were missing the the component that made them work, which was uh, yes. on, uh, between deck was there. It, so technically, the four radios were there; they just didn't have the uh, power amplifier. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, that yeah, would not bring anything else up. Uh, I did post. I I found my lab. Yes. And Thank you for that. Um. You can. Uh, more will will uh, be working. Uh, he's supervising this truck delivery. Um. Who is going to be the uh, primary spokesperson of your issues today? Well, I think that Hubert is pretty, uh, not furious, but pretty upset that his money has been mismanaged in this way. Mm. Uh, so I think that he might have a lot of fire. Daisy definitely Moore. has a lot to say as well, I will say. That's true. That's true. Just because of the type of person she is. <laughs> Moore's going to see you all kind of gathering um, and and take a break from his shipment and say, uh, so is everybody uh, finding uh, how, how the how the dog uh, dog crates looking, Arthur? They were the wrong dimensions, and so we've had to rebuild them. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I, that's we we are we are I think we're on track to have the correct dimensions. Or dog. Good to know. Um, Miss Bents or, or Daisy, the um, engine, all right. Well, I, I heard you're you're suggesting some modifications. You think you could run me through those? Yes, the engine was poised to overheat pretty quickly once we got out of the water. I've got the engineers down there re rerouting some of the coolant to help remedy that. Okay. New modification should bring it down by about 15 degrees. At this point, we'll take every 
every bit of efficiency we can get. We're missing quite a few items down on the next. Uh, for the engine? Not just for the engine, for the entire trip. Oh, God. Uh, what are we looking at? Well, she'll, she'll go through what was yep. missing. Um, the, the radio stuff, especially being one of her big things, because it wasn't even on the list. Right. Uh, so he, you know, every every item that you list it, it is kind of drawing some of those frown lines that you're getting to know on, on uh, more, um, a little a little just, deeper. Like I said, she's just listing what she knows is missing, what's off her list. Got it. So, all right. Well, fortunately, there's been uh, two two of the windmill power gen the the windmill power generators have not been able to be located. And the um, field radios are uh, missing their power amplifiers. There, there is no power amplifier or Christ. Daisy already there. mentioned the power amplifier. He's uh, he's like now said, gonna uh, kind of pull you pull you all a little bit away from the rest of the crew. Uh, all right. Anything else? Anything else? He's head in hands at this point. Well, I have to say, I haven't even been able to, uh, given the lack of certain equipment, I haven't even been able to address the um, lack of scientific facilities and the ability to adjust what we have currently. Can I be candid with you all? I would hope so. Uh, it's not about pointing fingers, but certain parties are interested in expediting this trip as quickly as possible. Um, well, I worry that we may have overlooked some quality assurance. Um, I take full responsibility for this. Um... Yeah, I, I hear all of you. Um, Eugene, if you can get me a list of everything you need for the for the equipment. Uh, I've decided uh, Starkweather and I, we're going we're gonna to give up some of our, um, our expedition space that the two of us normally would use as a, as a meeting room, uh, that we'll be able to set, set aside that room for your lab equipment and also for some of Tony's photo developing work if he needs it. Now, I have another question real quick. Um, yes. Would I have known whether or not there were general supplies repairing the engine or anything like that? Um, you would have seen some things uh, in crates, and it, it did look like they had replacement parts. Um, as okay. far as parts for your own um, additions, they might be things that you personally would know about, might, might want to pick up in New York while you're still around. Um you recall correctly, um, Daisy's bag plane. Um, yep. I think that was mostly tools, but there may have been something in there that she brought with, like, something super important to it or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. 
Listen, uh, all of you have been kind enough to help out. It's I know it's not the glory of the trip that you're all expecting. We need to get this stuff. Uh, all right, I, I, I hear you all. Um, given this, I think we're clearly going to need to do a full inventory, re-inventory re everything. No, not you all personally, but I'll get some of the porters and some of the staff on it. And make sure that nothing you have requires anything extra. The shit for the radio wasn't even listed. God, really? Well, that is correct. It was just the radios. Uh, Dr. Mar, I, I must say, um, as as we are part of this expedition, please, at least speaking for myself, I can't, can't, cannot speak for my fellows uh, here, but um, please, please, do not hesitate to ask us to uh, take on tasks to ensure that these things are are, are here. This is an important and. Um, Somewhat too very dangerous um, expedition, and I, for myself, would would hate to be in a situation where we were exposed uh, and had the ability to prevent it. So please, please do not hesitate to let us know how we can assist. I appreciate that, Eugene. I um, will definitely be taking you up on that. In fact, uh, all right, let me think about this. Uh, for tomorrow, and he's going to start thinking out loud and sort of discussing with you what the what his idea of the plan is for tomorrow. Uh, as he's doing that, you hear... Um, a, 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 it begins distant, and it's it's growing a little in uh, in volume and closeness. You all realize you're listening, and more certainly realizes you're listening to Starkweather uh, shouting from a distance. Uh, Hubert, you were the last one to see him. He was present at the press conference. He seemed to leave in a hurry after a series of questions. He has returned. Um, he's, uh, approaching more from the security desk, blew past the security officer who seems annoyed at first, but, uh, allows it because he knows who Starkweather is. Starkweather comes, comes in hot. More! More! Have you seen this? And he's gesturing at some newspaper that he's holding. And he, uh, walks up to Moore and he practically throws it at Moore and Moore somewhat catches it, uh, and, and looks through and... Moore is uh, reading, and Starkweather seems to be in a rage. You have never seen him less than jovial, if not aloof. Um, this is a focused anger. Starkweather is saying, It's her, Moore. All the time it was her. I knew it. Who else could it have been? The conniving... The conniving witch... Uh, she, she had her hand in things from the beginning. And, and Moore is trying to soothe him. He, he sort of uh, puts an arm around him and tries to get him to step away. But Starkweather seems to have no concept of 
of uh, kindness or quiet, uh, and certainly is not aware of the fact that one of his biggest donors is present, his head engineer, and one of his... What are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Um, he completely ignores the first attempt there, and uh, he's saying, is she, she, she's trying to throw things in our way. This is, Ooh. it's... Lexington. Ooh, Lexington? She's headed out. She, I'm not going to allow this more. We're not going to allow it. Not this time. She, she will not get the upper hand this time. I'll prove to everybody. And uh, Moore is sort of soothing him. Listen, it doesn't mean anything. It's fine. Um, Where's Lexington? Um, and, and Moore will, will continue to try to soothe Starkweather, who continues to rage. Uh, but he will hand you a newspaper, uh, uh, Arthur. You see uh, news, a new, news here, that Lexington, uh, Acacia Lexington, is apparently interested in uh, flying south. Starkweather continues to rage enough that it becomes pretty much impossible uh, at this point. Uh, Moore is practically pulling him away from the rest of the group. You're looking at a uh, part of a um, edition of the Repost, Arthur, that announces Acacia Lexington's Expedition showing to everybody here. And I will. Blonde Beauty to fly to pole. In a startling announcement from her home in Queens today, millionaire industrialist Acacia Lexington told reporters that she intends to set aside her ledger books in favor of seal furs and snow goggles in an attempt to be the first woman to stand at the bottom of the world. Lexington, only child of the late P.W. Lexington of this city, has for years impressed friends and adversaries alike with her skilled maneuverings in troubled financial waters. Now she intends to venture into a new realm. Accompanied by a hand-picked team of journalists, photographers, and wilderness experts, the lovely Acacia will cross the Antarctic wastelands in an especially modified Northrop Delta aeroplane and a Sierra C-50 autogyro. It's about time a woman did this, she told our reporters. Today's women are capable of anything that men can do. If I'm the first, it only means that others will be find it easier to follow. When asked if her planned expedition was in any way affected by the presence of no less than four other parties on the Antarctic ice this summer, Miss Lexington declined to comment. Moore continues. Advance the schedule, Moore. And, and Moore seems to be shocked at that um they're leaving they're leaving on the ninth more this is unacceptable um anybody anybody make any comments at this point oh my goodness sorry but we don't have the materials or the time to advance the schedule my goodness, we certainly can't do that. I mean, we don't even have food unless you expect the crew to survive on sardine oil. Why don't we talk to Miss Lexington and maybe combine our expeditions? Huh. Do you hear these people more? They don't know what she's like. 
combined she efforts. Doesn't, she doesn't know what I'm like. If I may, I thought that the purpose of this expedition was to recover the unfortunate losses of the Miskatonic expedition and, and to make scientific discovery. Uh, Miss Lexington's attempts at flying to the South Pole seem to be completely outside of our plans. Um... Eugene, you're going to have to uh, make me, gosh, a hmm. I'm going to say that's actually not even, he's going to look at you with a fire in his eyes, uh, Starkweather, when you, when you say that, Eugene. There's an anger. Um, he says if she's willing to do this I don't know what else she's willing to do and uh, the two of them are, uh, uh, he, he continues to talk to, to, to more um, in a more hushed tone due respect it doesn't matter what she's willing to do if we're gonna die out there because we rush shit. We're leaving on the 9th. And uh, Moore is going to try to convince Starkweather not to, but Starkweather is going to walk away. You are left with Moore. Maybe we should change expeditions. My goodness, quite frankly, this is ridiculous. I mean, we're highly unprepared. We have eight days. God. We have five days. We... We can do this. Uh, oh yeah, the note. Are you saying five days because of the the note says. Yeah, yeah. Was I was sorry? Correct. Yeah, I mean technically you're correct because you're reading it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my uh, my typo. You were on the second oh, that's, still. That's okay. Right. Um. Oh. Look, we got seven days. We can do this. We can make this work. I've got a team going up to Jersey to get the rest of the plane parts. Um, we can send somebody on the train to Boston that's going to meet some of those equipment requests. Um, we can hire more porters. We'll get this through. God, the ninth. I'm sorry, Dr. Moore, but I, I do need to clarify the purpose of the expedition at this point. What are we going to do? What we go to do... These are my friends, Eugene. I, you know why I want to go. You all have heard my reasoning. I was, I knew these people. I, I, I want to go because I want to find out what happened to my friends. And I also believe that there's a, there's a larger gift to the world that we can provide by going on this journey. Just because 
Starkweather's personal goals and past issues and relationships might come into into play, it doesn't change the overall research goal of the expedition. Why we go and how we get there. He's trying to get us all killed. I will not allow that to happen. I should hope not. We'll do what we need to do. We can make the deadline. I, uh, I just, I'd, I'd stay away from Starkweather for the next couple of days. Oh, Miss, uh, Dr. Moore, I have my faith in you, but I have to say this whole situation is, as they say in her queen's army, an imperial fu. <laughs> I will pass that along to Starkweather when he can hear it. <laughs> uh, we have, um, we've got work to do. Um, I'm going to have the crew working throughout the night. The work you all did to, to verify the the manifests is invaluable. I appreciate it. it there's just a personal history. I, I, I can't get into it, you understand. But Starkweather has this thing. He, he We were supposed to have the first... Our expedition was supposed to have the first woman to, to reach the South Pole, and it for Starkweather to know Lexington is going to be the one to do that instead, um, it's it's unacceptable to him. And a five-day lead could very well do that, especially since their research goals and ship are smaller and faster than ours. Listen, I'm with you all, but to make Starkweather happy is to be one step closer to completing our goals. You understand? I must admit, I do not entirely understand that my my goals, my goals are not involved in glory or firsts. My goals are quite. Frankly, I don't believe she's gonna make it. She's gonna she's gonna sink and die. I don't believe she's gonna make it because she doesn't have us on our team. Her team. Hey. Well, I don't know about death, but we definitely have an advantage. If we have to... Well, people died in the last expedition, right? Well, goodness. Well, if it... our crew has to work some sleepless nights, then I guess so be it. Thank you all. And his eyes are a little darkened towards you right now, Arthur, but he's not addressing that last comment yet um but you have me and i am lucky we'll survive we might they don't luck. have me so they're not lucky they won't make it i tell you that i hear you hey i, I wish for all the same if any of you need time after the stress of today um, i can get you access to whatever you need in the city I know there's there's a bit of a traveling exhibit in the uh, Museum of Natural History. Uh, we also have, uh, there's some information to be found in the library. If you want to see any shows or um, a 
if you just want to stay here and continue helping, it's invaluable I to would, us. I would like to look into what happened to the last expedition and how we could be better prepared to not avoid the same fate. So I think I will head to the library. Absolutely. Uh, um, I'll uh, I'll get you access. I think you all can more or less safely retire for the night, uh, for the day. It's it's we're we're touching five p.m. Um, I'll make some calls, Arthur, and I can get you um, some some let's call it uh, behind the scenes access. I think uh, somebody who has some smart should come along too. Yeah, Eugene. Eugene is definitely going to head for a telephone to talk to his department head. Oh, okay. And uh, I think I'll head to the library with Arthur. Yeah, I'll go to the library too. I'm not the best at library stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I am intelligent. <laughs> I, I should actually note really quickly that on my personal on my character sheet PDF, I have my library use it. 40, but uh, on here it's base. It's 20 on roll 20. Hmm. Apologies for that. Seems yeah, like I may have missed I... a couple. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. go ahead and edit. My... Absolutely. Yeah, and I believe my history yeah, my history is supposed to be 30 as well, and it's also base. If so everybody ends up with 90s in their skills, I might have a question, but otherwise please edit <laughs> yeah. the sheet. Um, to make okay. it to make it match whatever your your own sheet says, I expect I'm hoping that the sheet that I have in the roll twenty is the most updated, uh, and I am going to fail in that. So, hope I'm hoping you guys can keep me honest there. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, but that makes sense. So we've got uh, Daisy, Arthur, Hubert to the library. Eugene's going to make a call. Cool. So you all have your. Your uh, plan. Well, uh, Eugene, you're heading for the nearest phone. Yes. Um, you absolutely can call your department. What were you? Uh, who who would be answering the phone? Oh. Who is? You're calling your. I would be. I would certainly be trying to reach my department head, who I do not have a current name for, but. You're uh, at Salem State. Are you? Yes. Uh, Salem State. You can, well, it'll take a second, but you can you can achieve, it's a 4 p.m. call. You calling a personal or an office phone? Uh, so I would be calling his office phone. All right, yeah, you could achieve, you could find him. Um, absolutely. We have a... Uh, a Dan Mercer. Here we go. Your uh, your department head, Professor Mercer, is on the line. Eugene, something the matter? Well, well, Doctor Mercer. Quite frankly, yes, there is something that is largely the matter. Um, you know that when we discussed the participation of Stark Weathermore, Stark Weathermore. Uh, expedition to the Antarctic um, was a matter of importance of my discoveries and um, uh, how that would impact my ability to maintain my yes. tenure at the university. Uh, yes, Eugene, I, I 
I understand, yes. I, I have to relate to you, sir, that um, the expedition uh, seems to have some very serious flaws in its plan, and, and I believe that I'm exposed to some serious personal physical danger. Um, the timeline is being advanced, um, and, and we have not identified necessary supplies and at the same and at the same time I, I do not believe that the expedition um, as a whole is prioritizing uh, our science my science goals our science goals as a university to, to bring the prestige that, that we were looking for I believe that um, uh, should I persist in this um the timeline that has advanced so 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 rapidly um not only will i uh, uh well, I, I am potentially exposed to physical personal danger that that is terrifying but, but of more importance to the university that there is a very small chance that that anything that i discover will be of any publishable quality and there is no advantage for me to participate in this expedition. Eugene, we, number one, we've already had a massive influx of interest in our department, I believe rivaling even the biology department at Miskatonic, as we've shared your involvement in the expedition. Do you remember what I told you when I asked you to do this for us? Lake said, Lake said his discoveries would advance the field of biology as Einstein advanced the field of physics. Are you telling me you don't want to be that representative for our department to go and understand what Lake's team identified? Sir, what I'm telling you is, Dr. Lake was prepared. We are not. We don't Lake know did... that we will make it to the point where we can even possibly relay the discoveries back. Preparedness of discovery is... Well, I believe that's in your job description as an expedition representative of Salem State, Eugene, if anybody's going to ensure that our university and our department is represented on in, in the world's eye, uh, I need it to be you. They're professionals. More, more is a good man. Stick Dr. through this, Akeley. Dr. Moore is an exceptional man. I am concerned about preparations otherwise, and I do not necessarily understand why we could not delay for a more prepared expedition that is not as seemingly destined to fail. 
Hmm. Um, interesting. Um, I'm gonna have you make a an education here. Akeley. Uh, it, it is a form of communication to your 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 educating your educator here. Uh, under so sixty sixty five versus seventy six. Listen, Akeley. In confidence. This is beyond tenure for you. I know you value the research. You've communicated that to me effectively. I know you know what this would mean for your career if it was successful. There's pressing matters happening. Are you aware that there are three other, at least, expeditions to the Antarctic happening right now? about to leave near the same time as yours? I am, sir. I am also aware that if they are as destined to fail as this one seems to be, that next winter will be as good a time to go as any. They're not as destined to fail as yours, Eugene. Well, that does not... The Germans are traveling. We have word. Germany is sending a crew. Um, we... From Köln? Say that again. From Köln? It's, ba it's Barsmeyer Falcon. Barsmeyer Falcon is sending a crew out uh we believe they're already on the water this is on behalf of the state if you understand my meaning they are heading for lakes camp we know that there's i mean three years was enough time to generate public interest from several expeditions it, somebody has to be the first and barsmeyer looks We're concerned. So if you're telling me you're gonna you're prepared to lose the race to Barsmeyer, Barsmeyer, that would be very disappointing news, Professor Akeley. Well, sir, I've that is certainly some shocking news. Um, I'm committed to the university and and to research. I will say, and I will leave you with this comment, is that it does seem that this expedition may truly be the most clear example of publish or perish that I mm. have ever heard of. The glory will be all of ours. I appreciate your candor, sir. Keep me updated. Good luck. All right. Um, y'all heading back to the uh the Amherst for the night? Anybody else? Yeah. 
We uh, hit the uh, the pubs before they go. I always hit the pubs. Yep. <laughs> Who who's heading uh, who's heading straight home? Uh, I am. Hubert. Eugene for sure is like so panicked. I don't know if he's gonna sleep tonight, but he's definitely <laughs> back to the hotel. Um, Eugene, or actually Hubert, as you're uh, heading into the lobby tonight, you're um, you're stopped by uh, you're stopped by one of the uh, uh, the front deskmen. He doesn't recognize everybody on the expedition, but he's been told about you, and he knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "Uh oh, oh, Mister, uh, Mister Appleby, hey, you're, yeah. uh, you're. Uh, I was told to give this to somebody on the expedition, and I know you're. Well, that's you, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I should hope so. Weird guy. Weird guy. Mm-hmm. Curious. Um." Just uh, dropped this off a second ago. Uh, I gotta pass this along. Is this a note or something for you? Certainly. You want to read this for us, Hubert? Sure. <clears throat> Dear man of science, soon you will go down far away to the cold and the white ice and the old, old things that wait and move and work and plan. Do not. Blessed Mary hears me beg you to stay. Do not wake the sleeping one there. Do not pass the prison walls of black and white, cold ice and time. The cage must not open. Let the dead and the dying hold closed the doors. I have listened to his dreams. I have seen its form from within his mind. For he has seen it, and he knows it must be free, and he will stop you if you go. Turn back, or we all die, a friend. Uh, yeah. That is where we are going to uh, end for tonight. Arthur says, "Yeah, right." Like, <laughs> Hocus pocus. Bowser's that's fun. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> nope. No updates in luck. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Credit where credit's due. Much love and thanks to Chaosium for the fulfilling system and amazing story. Thanks to my hilarious and talented players who drive this story every week. Thanks to Epidemic Sound and Sirenscape for providing much of the beautiful soundscapes I work with. And much love and thanks to you, listener. Do you feel the call to adventure? Join us every Friday for this podcast or at mom.beyond on Instagram. This journey will tear your heart out. You've been warned.